Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mac, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. We have been having an awesome time with this series on having a baby. We've been around the DMV meeting various practitioners, revisiting old friends of the community so that we can connect various dots and start having a picture of whole person care. We went back to Burtonsville, Maryland to Block Chiropractic where we sat down with Dr. Deb. As usual, we had an awesome conversation. She connected the dots where you can add chiropractic care when dealing with fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum. We talked about a special technique that she certified in entitled the Webster's Technique. She talks about it when she's dealing with a pregnant patient, so you may want to get your pens and paper. There is a website that gives you a list of practitioners that are certified in the Webster's Technique. That site is the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. It's ICPA, the number four kids.com. That's ICPA for kids.com. So, as usual, Dr. Deb has a lot of information to pack in, and we had an awesome conversation. So, let your shoulders relax, grab your pens and paper, let's sit down, let's have this conversation, let's connect these dots, let's get some straight talk. Welcome back to House Call with Dr. Mac, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. We are back with one of our favorite, favorite practitioners in the community, Dr. Deborah Block. We're back at Block Chiropractic in Burtonsville, Maryland. Welcome back to the community, Dr. Block. Thank you. We have started our series on having a baby, and we're going from when you have challenges, when you have fertility challenges, through pregnancy and beyond. Mm -hmm. So we've talked to Dr. Carla Sandy in the DMV. She's an OBGYN, former classmate of mine. Nice. And we talked about what's out there and available, what conversations women should be having if they are having challenges. Mm -hmm. We went back and talked to our acupuncturist, Ms. Hyoshi, Mm -hmm. and she talked about how we could add the dot of acupuncture medicine. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to sit down with you and add the dot of chiropractic medicine. Sure. We're going to talk about three different phases, the challenges of fertility, Mm -hmm. pregnancy, and then postpartum. Great. So when we were here last time, we were discussing how chiropractic medicine can influence certain types of chronic illnesses or or symptomatology a patient could have. Yes. And so I have seen and I have found that sometimes people seek medical care for symptoms other than probably what their main symptom is. Sure. So, for example, when I talked with um, Ms. Yoshi, she said that sometimes a woman will come in just for lower pelvic pain. Mm-hmm. 
And as she's treating, it'll pop up, oh, wow, I'm pregnant. And the story will unfold. I was actually trying. I was was actually having difficulty. difficulty. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that in your practice? Sure, definitely. So can you take us down a road of how chiropractic medicine can influence the fertility? Sure, definitely. I think that in today's day and age, there are probably more women struggling to conceive than there are women conceiving easily. Yes. Um, I believe that a lot of the reason why, from a non-clinical perspective, has a lot to do with stress. Mm -hmm. We live in a world, especially in this area, that is filled with stress. From the moment you walk out of your house to the moment you return or even continues beyond that, there's, there's traffic, there's work stresses, there's financial stresses. There are, you know, a whole host of intense stressors that affect us all with kids, without kids, you know, work-related and non-work-related. So when I have a woman walk into my office, um, whether she tells me she is trying to conceive and having difficulty or not, um, it becomes pretty quickly evident to me that she is dealing with stress or she isn't. Mm so the stress can affect your ability to conceive yes. from a hormonal standpoint. Yes, and we've seen that. Right, we've so I don't know that. if you've spent any time talking with your practitioners about cortisol levels and how cortisol and an increase in cortisol can significantly affect the ability to conceive. Yes. I believe, and yes. this, is, this is from a non-OBGYN, but I do believe that the higher the cortisol level, the lower the other levels of hormones are that need to be in place in order for conception to take place. Yes. So for me, my biggest focus is first finding out from the female that I'm talking to where her life is today, Mm -hmm. how much stress she's under, how much sleep she's getting, how Mm. healthy she's eating, how much she's drinking water, how often she's able to get up and go to the bathroom during the day, which... (laughs) Sounds ridiculous, but I think that's something that it's many women... It's a very women, important point. Yeah, have, have a hard time fitting in. Yes. How many times a week she's exercising? Is she doing anything meditative in nature? Does she find herself stopping to breathe? Right. Or to just focus on relaxation, even if it's for 10 minutes a day? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of these things, I think, really relate to a cortisol level, to the cortisol level in a human being. I'm smiling here because you are talking my language. Good. You are talking my language. So for me, one of my biggest focuses, um, even though it's not within my scope of practice, Mm -hmm. is to figure out how high the stress level is and to do whatever I can, both from a clinical standpoint as well as a verbal standpoint, to help A, make someone aware of that, and then B, make suggestions and implement changes with them so that they can minimize that stress. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. I'm so glad you're incorporating wholeness. Yes. And not just focusing on an organ and an organ system. It is wholeness because we don't just conceive because of the ovaries or mm. because of, you know, because of the sperm. We conceive yeah. on a whole body level. And yes. I also believe that the pressure to get pregnant, the pressure to conceive, um, what women are facing with their friends conceiving and with fertility allowing conception to occur more easily tends to take the beauty of conception and make it much more mechanical, mm-hmm. um, which is also part of the problem. Yes. And yes. so I often teach my patients just how to relax and to attempt to allow that process to happen more naturally rather than so mechanically and in such a forced way. But to answer your question previously about chiropractic care and mm-hmm. how it can influence a woman who is struggling to conceive, 
Um, the big picture of chiropractic is much more than just musculoskeletal pain. Mm -hmm. The biggest picture of chiropractic has to do with the nervous system. And I'm looking at a beautiful diagram here. Of course, when Wendell says we get our video up and going, I'll be able, be to, able share to share it. it. But I'm looking at a beautiful diagram. Basically, what she's what you're looking at is a picture of the spine, mm -hmm. a picture that's showing you all 24 vertebrae within the spine, seven cervical vertebra, 12 thoracic vertebra, and five lumbar vertebra. Mm -hmm. Those vertebrae make up the entire spinal column. And at each and every level of that spinal column, there are nerves that are exiting from in between the vertebra, um, and they are feeding all of the organs of the body. There yes. is nothing that we do that is not controlled by the nervous system. Correct. So if right, there right. is either a um, local involvement of a nerve or, and or a more um, gross involvement of the nerves themselves, mm -hmm. it will affect the way the body functions. Okay. It can affect the way the body functions on a small level or on a much larger level. Okay. So we talked last time about a patient coming in for lower back pain mm -hmm. and not mentioning to me that they were also an asthmatic and they were also dealing with significant allergies and then weeks into the treatment asking me if I had some way of knowing <laughs> magically yeah. that they were dealing with this because they haven't had an asthma attack or an allergic response for weeks and that was very out of the ordinary for them. Wow. So it's not that I'm treating the asthma and it's not that I'm treating the allergies, but what I am doing is freeing up the nervous system by removing the pressure from the vertebra off of those nerves, mm -hmm. allowing the nervous system to function more normally. There you it's go. It's literally taking the pressure off of the nerves so that the nervous system can function as efficiently as possible and as a result the human being the person has complete normal function and efficiency mm -hmm. of their nervous system which should allow that person to be healthier right. um, from top down and in, if they come into contact with colds and um, you know different contagious viruses that why is one person more apt to get sick than another and it comes down to the strength of the immune system the strength of the immune system is very intimately connected to the strength of the nervous system mm -hmm. so when we know that the nervous system is at its full capacity and full function the immune system should as well be functioning at a full capacity obviously there are other components like eating well making sure you're getting a high level of antioxidants in yes, your diet, yes. making sure you're well hydrated with yes. water, which is, you know, the body's fuel, fuel <laughs> correct, um, and making sure that you are taking time for yourself because yes. having those moments to re regenerate are really important. Having good sleep at night, you and I just talked about the fact that you didn't sleep last night <laughs> yes. and you wake up in the morning going, why do I feel this way? Right. And you realize that, oh, wow, it's because I lost hours of sleep yes. last night and my body really needs that yes. to be able to manage the day's intense load and renew yes. for the following day. So a person can utilize chiropractic care and medicine along with going to their OBGYN, along sure. with going to their reproductive endocrinologist. Yes. We also discussed with Dr. Sandy, she was telling me how over the course of her career she's seen how the coverage for um, insurance purposes has changed. Yes. That they are now looking at globally how to take care of a person. And so we have encouraged people to check out their insurance company, see yes. what they cover, see what they can actually pursue yes. to put those dots together and we, connect that dot. We offer chiropractic care and acupuncture and it is almost always covered by insurance. See. Not every single policy covers right. acupuncture, but most mm -hmm. do and they are starting to cover um, they are all starting to cover it to some extent. 
We wow. have not had a problem with chiropractic being covered by insurance companies either. Um, wow. There's a lot of work that insurance companies need to do to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's happening is that de- the demand in this society for proactive wellness care is starting to become more significant than it ever used to be, and the insurance companies are very slowly attempting to listen. Yes. Um, it's going to take some all, time. There's always a lag. There's a lag. Always there's a definitely lag. a lag. But what they're, what they're we're definitely seeing is that the population of patients are starting to recognize that, oh, I could be proactive instead of just mm-hmm. reactive. Mm-hmm. And by being proactive with my health care and my body, yes. just like going to the gym is really important, eating healthy is really important, so is taking care of your body on another level. Um, and in my office, I talk about proactive wellness all the time. You do not have to be in pain to come to me. No. You do not have to be complaining of something to come to me. Yes. If I say, how are you today? And you say, great. Then I am thrilled, and I say, okay. "Excellent, lay down. Let's keep it that way." I love it. Yes. I love it. So let's move on to the next step. A person has come, a woman has come. She's you know utilized chiropractic services and care in her whole person care. Yes. She is now conceived. Yes. She's now pregnant. Yes. Is there still a role for chiropractic medicine Huge in pregnancy? Role. Huge role, and in fact, almost bigger than when you're not pregnant. Really? Yes, and here's why. You are now carrying a person. (laughs) Or in my case, I carried two. Oh, wow, that's right. (laughs) Yes, I have twins. So when you are carrying a person or more, your body's needs are even more significant in terms of what you need to be putting into your body to provide for yourself and for the unborn child or children. Um, So the demand is that much higher. from a biomechanical standpoint, mm-hmm. as your body changes with pregnancy, yes. as your abdomen grows because that baby is growing inside of you, your body, your spine is trying very hard to accommodate that growth. Yes. We know by looking at pregnant women that we don't all grow the same way. Mm-hmm. We don't all grow mm-hmm. out. We don't all mm-hmm. grow up and down or mm-hmm. left and right. We all grow in different directions. And that extra weight, that extra growth, the change in um, the physics of our body has to be managed by the spine. Yes. So, yes, the pregnant woman should definitely be under chiropractic care. She doesn't need to be under chiropractic care weekly. But as she grows, we want to watch her body and watch her spine to make sure her spine is managing that new load. Wow. It's, an, it's a very quick growth of the body and a very quick increase in weight. Mm -hmm. Um, Most people who gain weight don't necessarily gain 20 to 50 pounds in a six month period of time. Um, So the body has to figure out how to manage that weight um, and carry it around for nine months without it negatively affecting the mother. Wow. So we do address all of that. One of the first things that I do with a woman when I see that she's far enough along and has a big enough belly to sustain Um, This is that I recommend a maternity belt so that we are managing the load that she's carrying in the abdomen so that we're minimizing the taxing effect that that growing abdomen, gravid abdomen has on her pelvis, has on her lower back um, because the body usually will want to um, create an, a, what we call an accentuated lordotic curve. It's really called a hyperlordotic lumbar curve. So the lower back 
increases in its curvature. Okay. Um, the pelvis gets heavily taxed mm -hmm. as a result. So mm -hmm. we want to look at all of those areas. So we're not only managing the mother's body and hoping to keep her as comfortable as possible, but we are also simultaneously providing the best environment for the baby to grow in. Okay. Um, we are allowing the abdomen to be, the uterus, the abdomen to be in the most ideal position, the most optimal position for the baby to grow. Now, is there a trimester that you shouldn't seek chiropractic care, or no. can you see it at all? You can see it at all throughout the entire pregnancy. pregnancy. Yeah, and I encourage it. Okay, is there, and I know for us, if you wanted to do, say, endocrinology, reproductive endocrinology, or, say, gyne oncology, we had to do ex, um, extra training, yes. do a fellowship. Yes. Is there extra training? There is. Okay, so there what is. should a person, what should a woman look for to make sure she's going to a chiropractor sure, that can that handle? that is certified and that mm -hmm. is well-educated. That's yes. a great question because there are definitely chiropractors out there who I believe are saying, yes, I treat pregnant women who probably don't have the training that I have. Um, there is an organization called the ICPA, which is the mm -hmm. International Council on Pediatric Association. ICPA4Kids.com is okay. the website. They have a listing of all pregnancy certified doctors in the country. Okay. Um, they we'll also, put that on our show notes. Yes. I'll, I'll put that ICPA on the show ICPA number four kids.com. Okay. Um, so that is the organization that oversees um, chiropractors who are both trained in pregnancy care as well as pediatrics. So from pregnancy care, we also then become certified in pediatric care mm -hmm. um, because we are looking at infants. We are looking at young babies and children you who may have issues time. as well. Yeah. So I just had on Friday a four-week-old patient who oh. was having trouble breastfeeding. Mm. Um, she was able to breastfeed with no problem on one breast and not the other. And mom brought her to me because her lactation consultant had suggested seeking chiropractic care for the infant. Really? Because, yes, the inf well-educated lactation consultant. Yeah. Um, the infant was having difficulty turning her head in the direction that she had to in order to feed on that breast. Wow. So mom had to hold her in a football hold versus a cradle hold yes. to be able to get her to feed off of that breast. And she didn't want to con allow it to continue because she was worried that breast would stop producing. So it's a positive feedback cycle. Baby yeah. has to stimulate the breast in uh -huh. order for the breast to create milk. Right. And if it, if she if the baby's not on that breast, that breast will eventually stop producing milk. So I just treated an infant, and it was we were successful. Mom breastfed on both breasts right after I treated her with absolutely no problem in a cradle hold. Whoa! Yes. So sorry to no. Digress, I love that. I, I got love that because it was you know, a wonderful patient yes. experience. So. Now, I came to you in my second pregnancy, which yeah. I found you my first. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, we're taught from the medicine side that under the influences of hormones, our ligaments get lax, yes. the pelvis opens up, and that's part of what should happen to yes. allow the fetus to come down, the baby yes. come down, to engage right. in the pelvis. Well, we tell patients... If there's a little bit of discomfort, a little bit of, un, you know, pain, mm -hmm. it's normal. It's okay. And right. we don't jump in until it's real really problem. bad and right. we have that pubic symphysis separation. separation. And then it's physical therapy, it's a walker, it's a bind, or whatever. Right. How can we help to manage and feel good through the pregnancy sure. with chiropractic care? Well, the reason why the pelvis doesn't always respond exactly the way that it should is because we do not always function in a symmetrical way. So as that 
pelvis is preparing for delivery and the woman is usually at this point in her last four to six weeks of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of, um, of pregnancy, the reason why the pelvis isn't always perfectly in line when she comes to me um, is because we're not, it's not always happening from a symmetrical standpoint um, for many reasons. Number one, we usually favor one side. We sleep on one side. Mm-hmm. We cross our legs with one leg over the other one. Yeah. We often have habitual body positions that will stop that pelvis or the pubic bone from opening in a completely symmetrical way. Okay. So there, okay. then I come in and I say, okay, well, yeah, your left hip is completely not where it should be and your sacrum is misaligned. And if I can correct these two things then the pelvis should come back to a symmetrical place and we should allow for opening from a completely symmetrical, equal position left, right. And what I find is that by doing that, mm-hmm for my patients either throughout the course of the pregnancy or towards the end of the pregnancy or both, um, it minimizes both the length of time for labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It allows for a much quicker delivery, yes. um, a much yes. easier delivery. The baby doesn't struggle to exit nearly as much and mom doesn't have to struggle to push the baby out nearly as much. Yeah. I'm thinking so, of all. <laughs> yes. So I tell my moms when my pregnant moms, when they start with me, um, make sure the one thing I want to remind you is that when you go into labor, um, once the contractions hit, don't wait too long because I have had two patients deliver in their cars. Oh, wow. In other words, they were so prepared. So, Their pelvis wow. was so prepared that the baby came much Passageway faster. Passageway was... Passageway was, was completely excellent. clear. Green light, go. And baby wow. came out on the way to the hospital or the birthing center. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So the reason I could hobble in here... Yes. ...near the end of my pregnancy with our daughter... Yes. ...and walk out of here straight... Had a lot to do with what I just explained. Wow. Yes. I tell you, it, it was it was such an amazing experience because, like I said, I would by the end of the week I would be in pain because, like you said, you either favor one side more than the right. other. I'm on sitting on a stool. And I'm or on, you were yeah. on your feet for and, surgeries. Oh, and then Skylar would she favored my right side. Mm-hmm. I would feel her just right. That's hover the down. other piece that I didn't even mention is that the baby's not always lined up perfectly mm-hmm. neutrally the baby often will tend to hang out on one side versus the other yes. so now you've got a shifting of that body weight towards that side as well so yeah. we work to make sure that not only are you symmetrical but we're also facilitating the baby to be in the most correct position as possible and it would it would blow my mind for you know lack of a better term mm-hmm. but i would feel skylar straighten up after you had done your mm-hmm. alignment or manipulation or adjustment, and after you had taken my pelvis, made it align mm-hmm. correctly, I would feel her literally shift in the midline. That's great that you could sense that. Not everybody can. And I would stand up and I go, <sighs> Right, and then you could breathe. And I could walk mm-hmm. out. Right. And this was near the end of my pregnancy. Right. So... Right. That was that was wonderful. That was absolutely wonderful. Testimonial. Testimonial, Thank guys. Thank you. So we're talking about the babies. Let's yes. transition to the babies. When yes. the babies are not in the correct position, so yes. we call it not the correct position when babies are breached, right. when their bottom is down first. Right. How can chiropractic care help correct us that. there? Sure. 
I have a lot of women who come to me wanting a um, vaginal delivery. Yes. Either it's their first baby and they want to make sure that they are able mm-hmm. to have that vaginal delivery, or they had to have a C-section their first time around, and they're coming to me asking for a VBAC, which is a vaginal birth after C-section. Yes. And you know better than I do that there's not all that many doctors out there that are willing to do a VBAC, mm-hmm. um, but we encourage our patients to seek out a doctor that will allow for a vaginal delivery because we know that it's highly superior Mm -hmm. for the mother and for the baby to be delivered in a vaginal way. So um, I love nothing more than to be able to give that to my pregnant moms. It is, um, we do something here called Webster's Technique. And once again, I'm certified in it. And so is my associate chiropractor. And you want to look for somebody who is certified in Mm -hmm. it. Um, we do learn about it in chiropractic school, okay. but the um, additional education and certification that we get in it is something that I would encourage people okay. to look for. Um, it is very easy. It mm-hmm. is nothing more than an alignment of the pelvis with the mm-hmm. sacrum, which is the bone, the upside down triangular bone that sits mm-hmm. in between your two hips, in between your two ilia, um, to make sure that it is properly aligned and not shifted to the left or to the right. Um, and then after we align the pelvis, we turn the mother over, we look to the opposite side from where she was restricted in the sacrum, and we look for a tight round ligament, which is uh, at the very bottom of the abdomen, and we hold it, just like a trigger point in the muscle. We hold it, and what I usually feel, which always blows my mind, is that as I'm holding that very tight ligament, um, I always feel the baby moving in response. Really? Especially when I know I'm in the right spot. And it's almost as if the baby's like, yeah, 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 excellent, release that, give me more room. So we are not shifting the baby. We are not pushing the baby or forcing the baby to move. But what we are doing is facilitating the potential movement of the baby back into the correct position, which is head down, um, by adjusting the mother's pelvis and releasing the the tight ligament and the tension in the lower abdominal area. That's all that Webster's technique is. And it's 86% effective. Okay. Um, I can tell you from my own personal experience, I've had many, many women have success and able to have a vaginal delivery yes. without any problem. <laughs> we partnered after there. <laughs> having to have done the Webster's technique. And there are a small number of women who it doesn't work for. Okay. And those women, what I find after I touch base with them after delivery, um, is that usually when the doctor has to go in and do a C-section, um, that the cord was either short oh. or the cord was wrapped around the baby's neck. Okay. Usually there's a cord issue. Mm-hmm. Um, or sometimes the mom does come to me a little too late and there's mm. not enough room for okay. the baby to move. Yeah. Um, so those are the factors that usually indicate that it's either not going to be successful or that it wasn't successful. Um, and usually I would say mom is okay with, with the outcome because there wasn't really much anybody would have been able to do anyway. Right. And you do, you do not want to stress a baby who's got a cord around its neck and you don't know that the baby has any cord issues Mm -hmm. until it's time for delivery. Exactly. So, and we, we had, like I said, we partnered and I, I can think of two patients right off the top of my head, but I know there are more that I sent to you, I referred to you. And we had a great outcome. Yes. We had a very good outcome. Yes, I've had lots of those, and yes. I love that. And to be honest, I love I love treating all patients, but i got to be honest that the pregnant patients and the pediatric patients are my favorite um, <laughs> because there's an immediate reward. <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. pregnant women are, I think I might have said this on our last talk, 
pregnant women are giving so much of themselves. It's yeah. the most it's the most sacrificing thing you'll ever do in your oh. entire life. <laughs> Men do not understand it. Um, so if there's a little something that I can give back to this woman who's yeah. sacrificing so much and she can't take any medicine and she can't take anything orally to make her discomfort go away, then I'm more than happy to offer it. And it's pretty easy to change. Wow. So, yes. Yes. I'm looking at our time, and I want to touch on one other area before sure. we have to we have to say goodbye today. Sure. Postpartum. Yes. I find that most of us women, including myself, I have to say, thought that once we delivered, we would just poof, snap back, everything would be fine. You wouldn't have any residual discomfort, pain, your bleeding, bleeding right. right? All of it would mm-hmm. poof, like I said, go away. Right. I personally remembered after having our second child, feel, still feeling the click, still hearing of the, the clicks mm-hmm. of the pelvis, right? Mm-hmm. Clearing the floor, going up the steps, right. um, still feeling like there was a weakness on that left side. Right. Can you tell us how chiropractic medicine, how you can still remain a sure. partner postpartum, sure. and should we remain a yes, partner? Yes, definitely. With you? So I tell my pregnant moms, my patients, that. Um, they're going to actually need me more post-pregnancy than they even did during the pregnancy. But it's Mm. for a very different reason. And once again, when I say that you need me, it isn't me saying you need to see me three times a week for the next six months. It's that you need to check in with me and let me see what's happening with you. The reason why, um, separate from what your body just went through with carrying a a life for Mm -hmm. nine months and growing and changing and then delivering this baby, um, separate from that, the demands of having a baby are so intense and as mothers we completely and totally forget about ourselves (laughs) and oh the baby's crying I'm going to bend over and grab that baby in whatever way I have to without thinking about oh baby's still crying I'm going to carry this baby and hold her for three hours if I have to oh she's not falling asleep so I'm going to lay with her and I'll oh she only wants to lay in this position so I'm going to lay in this position for the next hour until she's asleep we do so many things without thinking about ourselves yes um because our i believe our innate Mm -hmm. um intelligence is totally self-sacrificing we are the mother and we do what our child needs us to do Mm -hmm. and if that means injuring ourselves in the process so be it right so (laughs) lay on our sword (laughs) yes so i see a lot of moms who have who are suffering from that phenomenon. Separate from that, biomechanically, what our body went through, what our body experienced, I think that, I do believe that the, there is a less likelihood of increased uh, problems postpartum mm-hmm. if you've had some degree of chiropractic care throughout the pregnancy. Okay. The more aligned your pelvis is, the more prepared your pelvis is for pregnancy, the less taxing I'm sorry, pregnancy and delivery. The less taxing pregnancy and delivery should be. We, you still have that weight gain. You still have all of those changes that have taken place both hormonally and physically to your mm-hmm. body. And your body does have to recover from that. And it does take time. Um, I believe that breastfeeding is one of the best things that you could do mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. your body to manage yes. that healing recovery process. I also believe that drinking tons and tons of water is really important because you are flushing so much out of your body that your body, you know, was holding on to during the pregnancy. So from a chiropractic standpoint, when you come into my office, clinically, I'm going to look at all of these things. Where is your body today 
based on the delivery, based on the pregnancy. How much weight did you gain? How mm-hmm. was your body holding that pregnancy? Did you wear a maternity belt? You know, were you working up until the day you delivered and on your right, feet? Right. So there are so many components. Were you exercising before the pregnancy and during the pregnancy? And are you exercising now? Because mm-hmm. all of that matters too. Movement is yes. huge for the yes. pregnant woman. Um, and the problem is that, you know, we have an infant, we're exhausted, we're, we're thinking about the infant and not ourselves, we're not making time to exercise or move, we are sleeping whenever we can, we are, you know, sitting around with the baby. So I try to encourage my pregnant moms to do all of the things that I'm saying right now are important. Um, but there's also hormonal changes that I think it takes our body time mm-hmm. to regulate and to come back to a non-pregnant state and for our yes. body to understand and recognize that we are no longer pregnant and those hormones need to come back into balance. Yes. So it does take time and giving yourself room to be okay with that change and not expecting yourself to drop the 50 pounds <laughs> in the second week after your baby's right, home. Right. Um, giving yourself room and making it okay to feel hormonal or sad or depressed or whatever it is and recognizing that this too will change yes oh wow dr block i have enjoyed our conversation today again again so community i want you to take your pens and paper re-listen to this podcast this conversation there were so many great points Jot them down. Think about them. Think where you can incorporate them into your own life. Start connecting your own health dots. Until next time, we'll see you back in the community. Bye. Thank you.